0: Arise. Shine. These are the words of encouragement and also command that we have from God speaking to his people and speaking to us today as the church. River, of the valley, and all churches whether they be in Los Angeles, California, USA, or any country in this world. Arise and shine, for your light has come. Very quickly, we see that the light is not something that the church radiates by its own authority, something that we have within ourselves, but the light comes to us. The light is never a single person like a pastor. You never invite a a pastor to come into your church that becomes the light. You never invite a an amazing worship leader to come into the church that, that is the light for the worship service. No leader here among us, no elder, no deacon, is the light of this church. Rather, we see that the light is other. See, darkness covers the earth. In reality, the existence in which you and I know is darkness. The light doesn't come from us because actually darkness comes. From us. Thick darkness is over the peoples, but the Lord rises upon you. His glory appears over you. Nations come to your light, kings to the brightness of your dawn. The call for us as we Here, scripture, is for us to arise and enter into the light. is for us to arise and to come in and worship like those magi, but like now each one of us as Jesus is born, to now accept and enter in, worship, and laying down the gifts of our own hearts and lives. The temptation here is often taken up in human history to not come in and not enter in and not accept this light that has come, but rather to reject that light. In fact, the kings of Israel are in some way a rejection of God as light. Did you know that before Israel had amazing Kings like David, God had this amazing plan in place where he would be the ruler of Israel. And he would raise up what were called judges who would come in and these people that God would use would be speaking and working God's power. But the hearts, our hearts, human hearts, so desperately want to latch on to a light that we feel is our own making and so quickly we see as history turns the next page of scripture They called for kings. They called for that one that they could turn to and see that there is something they could trust, a light before them. Too often in our own lives, as the church, or as individuals, we too, we too, instead of embracing and entering into the light of Christ, we reject that light and look for other lights that might appear on this this earth. It says in john we were in john for christmas eve and we've come back a few times now but if you want to look at that with me the very beginning of john the gospel the first chapter in the 11th verse it says something so clearly the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world he was in the world And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. So too often, instead of entering in and being joyful and and like the magi coming and bowing or like those shepherds running to that stable and finding Jesus, too often, the, the story, the history that we've written as humanity is that we have not entered in. And in fact, we have sought other lights, other forms of light in the darkness of this world. Arise and shine, we read in verse 1 of Isaiah 60. Arise and shine, this command and also this invitation, this blessing to enter into what God has done. But there even for the church as we may enter into that light to come and worship. I think today there's also a secondary warning upon us. Often in history also what has happened is we have taken this invitation into into this light and then we have quickly wanted to use that light for our own benefit. I'm thinking of, for instance, people that we find in Acts chapter 8. Do you remember Do you remember the person that we find in Acts chapter 8? So people are, are learning about the amazing story of Jesus and, and the light that he is. And we find someone here. Let me read this to you about a gentleman who finds this light and what he tries to do with it. Now, for some time, this is Acts chapter 8, verse 9. as he proclaimed the good news of the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women. Simon himself believed and was baptized. He followed Philip everywhere, astonished by the great signs and miracles he saw. When the apostles in Jerusalem heard that Samaria had accepted the word of God, they sent Peter and John to Samaria. When they arrived, they prayed for the new believers that they might receive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit had not yet come on any of them. They had simply been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the Spirit was giving at the laying on the, of the apostles' hands, he offered them money and said, Give me also this ability, so that everyone on whom I lay my hands may receive the Holy Spirit. Peter answered, May your money perish with you because you thought you could buy the gift of God with money. You have no part or share in, their mis- in this ministry because your heart is not right before God. This is a story that often has repeated itself in the lives of the church of wanting to take this, this gift of God and turn it into a power that we can wield to control others, or to make ourselves great, to make a name great. And too often, we have taken the the very gospel itself, instead of freely proclaiming it and using it as a gift of hope and life, we have taken it as a means to prop ourselves up or to wield power in this world. And people like Simon the Sorcerer will continue to be with us throughout time until Jesus returns it's interesting that in fact the world became Christian when Constantine took the name of Jesus and was using it as also as if it was a power to wield he, he prayed to Jesus before a great battle and they won the battle and so then he decided that Christianity should be the official religion of Rome then from there you know the holy roman empire and this and its great fingers into the rest of the world christianity spread so god had god had purpose and used it but you can see how in that moment jesus was used once more the power of god was used once more as almost a superstition in our world not 150 years later rome would fall The issue is that we see Jesus for the light that he is and we see ourselves as the reflection of the light that we are. And anything in this world, in this world, is only going to be, at best, a reflection of that light and never the source of light, as we talked again on Christmas Eve, never the spark of light itself, never light itself if you've been with us to Honduras then one of the one of the more exciting moments is when we get to go to a place that we affectionately call the treehouse restaurant the treehouse restaurant is on the north coast of Honduras in a town called Tela and as we go there there's this restaurant built a couple stories up already on a hill and it's is it peaks out from the trees and you're up above the trees, looking over the Caribbean Ocean, and it's perfectly positioned so that we always go right at sunset. We'll go up to the top of the of the roof, and we'll look out, and the sky can take on these amazing colors that range from this 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 deep dark purple to to these light reds and yellows. But what's even more impressive at that moment is how the ocean, how the sea, the Caribbean will take on the reflection of that light in that sky and almost become fiery as it reflects those purples and reds and and yellows. In Isaiah, God is saying that these these churches that I'm going to have and and these, these people that I'm going to be using in the world he says that sea darkness covers the earth but the Lord rises upon you his glory appears over you and nations so all peoples will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your of your dawn you and I are like that are like that ocean or are like the sky in the morning or the sunset at night in which the reflection of god's light is upon us like this amazing sky or or on that treehouse restaurant and we are lit up to the point that god's glory does shine through us and in us and this is the call of the church that in the times of the darkness that we would be very clear about who the light is and that we would be nothing more than a reflection of that light, and graciously and with thanksgiving being a reflection of that light. I want to read with you and the the first people that encountered Jesus, and the first people that encountered that light to see what they did. So we're gonna look look at it again. This is back in the beginning of John, and still in the first verse, still in the first chapter of John, just a little further down in the story, and this is what it says starting in verse 35. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus. Turning around, Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, Where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went saw where he was staying and they spent the day with him it was about four in the afternoon andrew simon peter's brother was one of the two who heard what john had said when he had followed jesus the first thing andrew did the first thing Andrew did was to find his brother simon and tell him we have found the messiah that is the christ and he brought him to jesus Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John, but you will be called Cephas, which was translated means Peter, a rock. The next day, Jesus decided to leave for Galilee. Finding Philip, he said to him, Follow me. Philip, like Andrew and Peter, was from the town of Bethsaida. Philip found Nathaniel and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth? Can anything good come from Nazareth? Nathaniel asked. Come and see, said Philip. The church is this place that points to Jesus. And the moment that we find that light, like those disciples, our call is to be very clear about where that light is. But also, and I think that the issue for us today as a church, is we have to make sure we're being clear about what the light is and is not because there is so much confusion arising right now in our world and particularly in the society of the United States of America about where that light is friends where do we find the light in Christ alone and we the church are graciously given the the, the gift the responsibility to be this dawn to be this reflection of that glory in this world and we as People living in society also try and seek how we can make that light shine in in our world, in our nation, through our politics, but never can we confuse where that source of that light comes from. Yes, we as the church seek good for this country in the way that we vote and how we talk about the people we vote for, how we support the people that we vote for, but the The challenge for us as a church is I think we're starting to confuse a lot of people about where the source of our light comes from and that we are but a reflection at all times of something that is other, that is amazing, but is the power of God come into this world. The good news of Jesus Christ that the church gets to reflect. Reminded as we think about where that light comes from. The moment also when Jesus is on trial, this is again in the Gospel of John. If you'll go with me, it's in the 18th chapter of John. And Jesus is on trial, and he's being asked about his own power, and even the seat of his own power. And this is how Jesus responds as he's talking to Pilate. This is in verse 33 of the 18th chapter of John. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea? Jesus asked. Or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate replied. Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What is it you have done? Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now, my kingdom is from another place. We have to be so clear about this as the church. God's kingdom, the kingdom of Jesus in which he is the king, is an entirely different place in this world. It's the kingdom of heaven. It's the kingdom of God. And any country in this world, at best, we're trying to be a reflection of something else. But we have to be so clear as a church in these days in which there's so much confusion that we're pointing to the kingdom of God as the true source of light. And why I'm bringing this up and and pushing on this so much today I've just seen so much confusion in this society in the past couple weeks, particularly this past week. And I think we as a church need to be very clear about our responsibility. What reflection are we taking part in? In our words, in our deeds, in what we put up on posts in some place, what articles we share? I think it's, I think it's important for us to consider what reflection are we taking part in? God's glory or something else? And also what reflection are we bringing people to? I love the stories of those early disciples, right? When they, when they learn about Jesus and they could go off and they, they find the people that are most important to them and they say, hey, you have to come. Just like when Christy and I go to Honduras, like the first thing you wanna do is take people to that treehouse restaurant so they can see this dawn that has come. The church, that's what we get to do. We get to point to the true source of light in life. We have to be in this day, in the times that we're living in, so very clear and even so very careful about pointing to that light as the true source of hope against all others. Let's pray. Father, we ask that you, you would encourage your church to arise and shine, to be the reflection that you have called us to be. Lord, help us to be clear, to speak the truth, and to shine to you as that spark of light. Lord, I ask that you would encourage us in the ways that we can reflect your light well, in the way that we vote, in the way that we talk about the people we vote for, in the way that we support the people we vote for. Lord, in the way that we try and seek the good of this country, Lord, I pray that you would give us us the the wisdom to reflect well. You, the light, and we, the dawn. It's in your name that we pray. the name of Jesus, Messiah. Amen.